hide the comments again? Uh, we'll have them, but we won't address them. Okay. Hi, I'm Jason. Hi, I'm Kim. We're going to do that talking thing. Episode four, A New Hope. No, is it? Star Wars jokes. Uh, it should be called There Is No Hope. There Is No Hope. <sighs> it's I, been a week. We're tired. We're tired. It's been a, a week of... It's hard to get back from a sleep. trip. Yeah. To we, dogs that are sick and kids that sleep schedules are out of whack and... Sleeping on those hard ass beds at the campgrounds was so pretty good. tough. But compared to this week, it wasn't so bad. I'm like, looking back on that. I'm like, I yeah. slept well. Yeah. I think we were moving a lot. We were eating well. We were rested. Yeah, we were low tired. stress. Okay. You couldn't sleep on yeah. a lot of surfaces after those beautiful events of your day. We just had dogs and kids waking us up yeah. every couple hours in the night. We don't have to that's not on the list, but we get a construction update. I haven't yes. looked. They installed uh, insulation today. Yep. All I know is it was pink. <laughs> yeah. It oh was my God. large. Who told me? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're oh. okay. The dogs are fighting over toys. Excitement. I bet they heard that one. Remember I said they can't hear no, the dogs in the background? No, they saw our reaction. Like, that whoa. one was heard. Whoa. Kids. <laughs> Um, you know what? They haven't put the drywall up yet, so the insulation oh. is visible. But my brother, who did a lot of construction in the Air Force, told me that you know, look out for your contractor skimping on quality of materials. And one of the ones you should look out for is like what kind of insulation they're using. So uh, we should see like what grade of insulation we were quoted and is supposedly approved. Remember how Eric watches this? And then. Uh, yeah, Eric, R21. So if you skimped on the insulation, I'm gonna find out. No, we should go down and check the insulation. We definitely, you know, we got to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> if they make mistakes, oh, cheers. We get the drink oh. for that. Um, for the dog. Is that kind of whining? I don't know. It counts as the oh dog my whining. God, my if they heart. Eat each other. So. What else is going on? Uh, I don't know if you're saying. Yeah, I haven't seen the installation, so we'll have to go down no. and see it. Um, I'm excited. Next Monday, they're are they cutting the road next Monday? Is that what happens next Monday? I think that they're supposed yeah. to begin digging. Digging, looking for the septic. Lines. This is the part that scares me the most. Okay. So expect next week to be worse. Than oh, this. more nerve wracking. More nerve wracking. Stressful. Yeah. Stressful around. More stressful. Construction stress. Lots of plumbing. Yeah. Maybe we can move on then. Um, first item, I should have you to introduce this. Oh, great. Yeah. The, uh, oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. added this topic, but um, <laughs> so if you don't know us, we run a membership plugin for WordPress sites called Paid Memberships Pro. <laughs> and some recent news that you may or may not have heard is another membership plugin for WordPress um, that's called Restrict Content Pro was acquired by uh, iThemes, which is owned by a hosting company called Nexus yeah. or Liquid Web. Yeah. They have kind of two names. Um, so if you know the name Nexus, is that how you say it? If yeah. you know the name Liquid Web yeah. or you know the name Restrict Content Pro, that's an iThemes, that's all one family now. Yeah. So it's interesting to see when you yourself own a membership plugin in WordPress, yeah. To see a movement like that happen. Yeah. And yeah, you talk. I, yeah, I feel um, <clears throat> I feel some of our audience might expect us to talk about current events in WordPress. So this is a big one and it affects us and it's definitely something we talked about. So I didn't want to shy away from it. No, it affects then, us. I mean, it. Um, yeah. It's in the it world. Of, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's on our radar. When, we, yeah. We can make this another topic is about competition. Right. We think about competition. Sometimes people assume they're like, don't you know, like, you know, you're this competing Ins plugin does features. it like, I'm like, no, I never install them. I never run them. I don't think about them. I don't visit their homepage too often. Like we, we really, you know, we know our customers, we yeah. know our software and we're focused on our product and there's plenty of room for, you know, competition in this space. Right. So it's kind of like, we don't have to, you know, directly compete. We're like competing, right. but like, we don't have to, they're not on our radar. That said, um, 
you know, we're aware of all the competitors and Restrict mm-hmm. Content Pro is a important one. They weren't the largest competitor. Like the largest competitor is probably WooCommerce with WooCommerce subscriptions, yeah. like in the WordPress space. But then we also compete with like Patreon and mm-hmm. um, Substack and like all these different things. So Party networks and yeah, yeah, your membership. So like, I mean, there's the competition landscape is pretty complicated, yeah. but I used to always say Restrict Content Pro was the most similar to how ours works in right. the sense that our membership platform is like built in the WordPress way mm-hmm. and it's friendly for developers. Um, and you know, that, in that sense. And so we built Paymarchers for around the same time Pippin was building restrict content pro back in the day. And we didn't know about each other. And we met kind of like a couple years later uh, at a work camp and we're like, if we had known that we were each independently trying to solve this problem, we probably would have done it together. Mm-hmm. And that would have been really interesting um, because in open source software, um, it's not good when there's two people tackling the same issue in the same way. Right. It's good when there's two people tackling the same issue in different ways. Like WooCommerce subscription is much different from how we right. tackle memberships. Yes. Um, you know, it works directly with WooCommerce. <clears throat> it doesn't stand alone. It also like kind of handles the subscription locally instead mm-hmm. of integrating with the gateways. Um, it's kind of meant, you know, it, I don't know. It, has it doesn't like a, have a built-in a, idea yeah. of membership either. It's a strict. Oh, subscriptions. Yes. It's another membership. So that's plugin. interesting yeah, that's, too yeah, to so, say like, yeah. oh, I don't handle these yeah. pieces of this puzzle. I yeah. handle this right. single piece. Right. Yeah. But I think, but, and I'll, I guess I'm speaking for a bit, and it was like years ago, but I think both of our membership products came out like, oh, traditional e-commerce isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. There should be a specific e-commerce solution that's only memberships. And like yeah. that's the base of both our products. And right. then like let's build it in the WordPress way with hooks and filters and let's do extensions. Um, and kind of, you know, that's how we'll that, that's how we'll do it. And there's there's other differences between ours. I think they don't have a free product, or do they? They do, Is it's it? called restricted oh, yeah. content. Oh, that's right. <laughs> They didn't name their free product pro. They didn't I name it pro. You should have done that. That would have been genius. Just tech pro on um, there. Everyone will be confused. It's all yeah, data. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, there are different, but I always saw them as kind of in the sense of I, you know, a, a competitor that is moving in the same direction of us. You know, that was something I'd you know look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was interesting, and I, I think iThemes is a good home for them and Liquid Web. Um, for some, I, I have an yeah. account with Restrict Content Pro. Oh, do you? So I'm watching the change management, which is interesting oh, you're to like watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and not in like a creeper way, just like this has to be done. Like the accounts have to be migrated. People have to know where to log in next. They have to be aware that the name on their bill may change and why, and that some of the team they used to maybe interface with on the yeah. support side are going to change and they may have, new faces and new systems that they have to use for that support channel. So um, it's interesting to watch from a business yeah. strategy standpoint, how that's I, going on. Yeah. I think like liquid web through what they're doing with e-commerce hosting have big plans for like e-commerce and the WooCommerce space and just online in general. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how restrict content pro fits into that. But mm-hmm. I also think the fact that, the acquisition, I think it was only the products and the customers and not personnel. Oh, it wow. wasn't an app hire. I'm not sure. There might be some, you know, there's a handful mm-hmm. of people who worked on Restrict Content Pro, maybe mm-hmm. three or four. And I think they're staying with Sandhills. Wow. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting that it was, so that makes it seem like, oh, they're just buying a product to, for iThemes to sell. Mm-hmm. And iThemes knows how to sell products. Well, yeah, you talked about the change manager. I'm sorry, I skipped over that. But that is interesting to me too because one thing Pippin said in his um, write-up was that um, they've gone to, like, they try to keep each of their products Silo. separate, yeah. siloed, like, and how they sell it and how they support it, just in case something like this would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas we're kind of doing the opposite. Recently, we have the sideways sales plugin, and we spent some time building like a Stranger Studio setting right. setup so that we could sell multiple products through the same setup. I looked at the Delicious Brains website when I yeah, kind do? of it's imagined like because they yeah. have a few products, but it's one portal. Yeah. It's one website yeah. that sells it all. It's one domain. Um, and I, I think there could be arguments why either approach yeah. is a good approach. Yeah. Uh, 
And I, I know I've, I think I've heard Pippin complain in the past sometimes about how because they're separate, mm-hmm. you you know you it's three to like an improvement to one doesn't automatically get happen to the, to the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like they have to kind of learn different. They probably have the same people working in different systems, and it's like how comes? Um, and, and that you can figure that part of the technology out without right. actually making it all on one website. Right. But we were thinking, let's you know put it all on one website, so it's mm-hmm. one thing to manage, one code base, one you know place to process and handle things, but it does make it less flexible if, you know, or a, a bigger change management, yeah. if we sell site-wide sales yeah. and we just want to get rid of the product and not anything else, then it's like, oh, how do we move them out of our support system? I mean, I guess they have to do that with iThemes anyway. They want to they want to move into like the iThemes support. So right. I guess you can try to predict, but you never know. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I guess those are- We talked flat. last week about like <clears throat> the flattening, or was that two weeks prior? Hmm. Of. The acquisition of plugins by uh, okay. hosting companies, by other larger plugin companies, like yeah. people getting into the space of running plugins without the close touch experience. Oh. Were we talking that. about? We were talking about buying plugins. We <clears> talked <throat> about buying plugins <clears throat> ourselves, but we talked uh, about the analytics plugin. Yeah. That oh, got yeah, acquired yeah. by another analytics plugin, right. by another, you know, and just that the flattening you see that, mm-hmm. you know, There's uninvested like in an unacquired consolidation, single product yeah. WordPress plugin businesses are going to be unique. Yeah. If this continues. Yeah. I think there's too much synergy. I there said is, this. but uh, I don't know. It, uh, I, I wanted to like see what that shrug was about, but I guess I'll just state like, um, you know, for example, hosting companies are buying product companies right. just like this one, you know, Liquid Web. And I mean, iThemes is underneath it, but, mm-hmm. you know, iThemes is at Liquid Web. Um, hosting companies have a need to like both like differentiate their hosting platform because mm-hmm. it's been commoditized a bit. Um, and Liquid Web does a good job. I posted a bunch of really nice things about them and we're going to push more because mm-hmm. they're, um, e- they're managing WordPress. Powerful. is like, yeah, it's really, it's just really fast. Um, and really good. So they're kind of differentiating technically, but it's mm-hmm. not as visible, you know, and, it, and even for me, like I talked like a year ago, I'm like, oh, that sounds like that would be really good. And you have to like log in and actually experience the host and be like, oh, this is faster than other hosts. Um, whereas like, hey, when you sign up, you also get all these products for free um, or even just even like, they're not the, free. yeah, or like the sales funnel mm-hmm. of like, people aren't always looking for hosting. They're looking for a membership site. They're right. looking for an e-commerce site. And the the start of that funnel is not on Liquid Web's website. It's going to restrict Content Pro on our website and stuff like that. Right. So the hosts need to like access. They both get like access to the customers. They get like a product to differentiate. And in this case, I guess they didn't aqua hire, but when they aqua hire, they get you know product expertise, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, and then on the on the side of us as um, you know plugin developers, the dev yeah, like it, there's always a motivation to build like a hosted version of our software. Yes. Like, cause that consolidates that's so where the many money of the is. problems. Yeah. Well, there's so yeah. many problems that come that with too, yeah. hosting and supporting, you know, this <clears throat> widespread yeah. variety of hosts and, and their must people. use plugins and their caching and their rules. And look at his face. Kim, Someone can uh, read on your Kim, face. Kim White's in the comments and we were struggling with, uh, a really low end host that had random restrictions and things. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. like if you own the so hosting platform. We see platform, the value of yeah, yeah. And we, owning the hosting platform. I mean, and developing, you, we have to develop in such a broad way and like we move kind of slow because it's open source. Whereas mm-hmm. like if we were just Patreon, it's like right. I want a new feature, I push it out, and I know that every site is on the same exact stack. Right. It's going to work. Um, you don't have to ask them to upgrade. It's yeah. mandatory. It, it, oh, you woke up today and it's different. You know, yeah. it's not like people on, you know, 10 yeah. versions of and your it, thing. And, it, and um, I think like the customer's perspective, I mean, like we compete with plugins in this space where you're building your own mm-hmm. website, but we also compete with like Patreon and your membership. Platform. That's like, it's all platform. It's all one thing. And so there's a number of customers who like, I just want to pay one person. I want to inter- interface with one company. Um, and so there's opportunity there. Right. And like, it's like, hey, we have the skills and all this stuff necessary to go after it. But 
But actually, like, if, if you move in that direction, all the problems you have with these customers are hosting company problems of like, you know, like, how do you keep those websites on 99.999% of the time? And how do you handle like their questions about just, you know, setting up email and websites and DNS? Yeah. Like, that's something that hosting companies already do. So it makes sense to either partner with a hosting company or, you know, become acquired by one to tackle yeah. that market together. Um, and so I, I feel like that's also like something that draws in here. Plus like the, I guess growing big, we talked about growing pains mm-hmm. of growing a company where like, I'm assuming, I don't know how large liquid web is. I think it's hundreds of employees. Um, like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we don't have to figure out what our, you know, HR department rules and feedback is. They right. already have one, you know? And so it's like, Hey, just integrate it. Yeah, as, as our companies get locked to a certain size, it's kind of easier to just plug into another company. For sure. So that's happening. Yeah. And people are, so, but I have this, <laughs> Oh yeah. What was your shrug about? <laughs> yeah. And maybe I have an idea of how I could, you know, market research this mm-hmm. or whatever. I think the membership site customer mm-hmm. is very, very, very unique. And the e-commerce customer in general is very unique. Okay. Right. Like, and the variety of types of sites and expectations and mm. the length of the list of requirements for a membership type site yeah. is so diverse. It's very like it's it's a large broad world of things that people need to understand that the okay. support people handling it need to <clears throat> understand and it's going to be a painful um, learning to, experience compared to iThemes other products like Restrict Content Pro is a little more. I think just a membership product yeah. is, but I, I think what would be really cool is to find some other independent or not WordPress plugins that do a support like we do and like mm-hmm. spend a day in their oh, world like, and yeah. like see support each other's products or just yeah shadow just like see yeah. what types of questions they're getting. We have this like internal expectation that like our support's harder. The questions we get are more complex that the issues people have. Is that true? Yeah. Is that really true? How could yeah. you really know? We should. I, I'm sure people would do that. I would let someone Treat shadow that. ours. Give then, the, actually, know, I think give, like either validate you know or what? invalidate. I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm calling them out. Don't we probably, I'm pretty sure some folks from GiveWP said they've done something similar oh, in the past wow. and they wanted to do it with us. Either like record like video and share yeah. it. Yeah. So. That would be we cool. Should, we should, I think someone just said, like, hey, would you want to do this? And we just got follow up. But yeah, I would love to do that. Be, yeah. And that's pretty similar, but even like some, because uh, um, it's also like kind of e commerce related yeah. platform. But um, we would learn a lot yeah, about like, yeah, yeah. where's your hard line? Yeah. Are we crossing Let's a hard that. line? It's like an exchange program for sport agents. Yeah. yeah. What if they like it better over there and they're like, did you know like they get free lunch and so it's like yeah. we're a remote team what are we gonna like, do they're like i don't their know customers they're, are never yeah, they get grubhub every day no. <laughs> their customers are really nice. fun yeah as yours so i'm staying <laughs> their t-shirts are nicer we haven't made a t-shirt in a while that no, would be interesting that would be nice yeah we should do that and and to learn other processes other you know just ways of doing <clears throat> I'm gonna, yeah we gotta do it take notes like i'm pretty sure it's come up it's been offered okay. we should and then anyone else you know, like the learning management systems that have been really experienced are kind of yeah. similar and related. Um, or just maybe and, even like pre-sales and, email, like to yeah. see. Yeah. That might be enough. It doesn't have to be so um, close right. and internal and private, you know? All right. That'd be fun. We should move on. Uh, Our I dogs mean, are being very odd. What's going on? When they're what odd, take like a sip of wine. <laughs> um, all right. Next topic. Um, I wanted, I have a long list. I mean, maybe this is like a preface long. for this topic. I wrote an outline to our book we're writing. Ooh. Yeah. Like the chapter outline. I'll share it with you. <laughs> um, I think it needs some work. Some things could go and come and go, but what I want to do is like take every chapter and then that could be a topic. So every once in a while, I'm going to take what might be a chapter in the book Cute. or like a small section and, uh, we'll talk about it on the show. Okay. Um, and I'll get you to, you know, write the book for us. Hold on, pause. I think the problem is With that Eden doesn't feel well and Nova wants to play. Oh, okay. Should we help them? I think we need to set separate. Dogs. We should just have a dog segment on the show. What's your show? It'll be okay. Like, she's a big girl. She can figure it out. I know, but they might do that like fight thing again. If she's like, oh. she's just not wanting. Yeah. 
Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So that's the preface. Reveal your topic for your chapter. <clears throat> this one, the chapter title would be Karma is Real. And you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. We talked about uh, this a little last night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Okay. We came up last night, too. Let me remember. Um, this was, and I guess I'll, I'll, set this, I'll tell the story and then you can chime in, too. Okay. Um, Back in the day, when we did consulting, we uh, we had at this point kind of mostly moved towards WordPress and PHP, mm -hmm. um, and we were kind of like an e-commerce specialty shop. We did like proof of concepts for web 2.0 companies, like people who wanted to build apps. We did some you know general consulting, but we we did we had quite a, we had like at least four like e-commerce customers mm -hmm. were like our big customers before we did membership specifically. We did e-commerce like before WooCommerce was a yeah WooCommerce product. wasn't a product like, Jigga Shop. There was WP Commerce. We're actually not even when we started. Yeah. Um, we our product was called SS Products, and it was it was. I mean, it, we were like the cutting edge of e-commerce on WordPress at the time. Uh, there was no CPTs back then. This was like two thousand seven, yeah. two thousand eight, um, and WP Commerce started to come out as like we had those four customers over a few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we were featured for feature. We were ahead of WP Commerce. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that's like another topic too. But like how we compared to them. I think I was just busy, <clears throat> you know, growing a baby in my womb that I didn't like yeah. notice all of this. Would you, would you have been pregnant when she said karma is real? Yeah, I probably oh, was. Okay, pregnant. it was around that time. Yeah, um, probably have the email. One of our e-commerce customers, Nicole, oh, had a shot. I won't say the full name. Had a shop. Nicole and, Lina. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe her name may or may not have been Nicole. Um, so, and her, she had a store. It was cool. We did so many cool things for it. We yeah. built like FedEx API integration. Uh, I was pretty proud still of how we did options. Yeah. It was option sets and options because this site it's had like a bunch of options and customizations. Uh, you know, choose a product you know, add on and adjust. Yeah. Like an engraving or patterns and are yeah. they price sensitive or right. are they included? It's crazy complicated. It was like yeah. hundreds of SKUs and a thousand options. Yeah. It was a very complicated conversation and we built it from scratch on our platform and we had to maintain it with like three other sites. That was hard. Um, but through this time we kind of were building our consultancy mm -hmm. um, she was making some money on the site, but it wasn't, you know, an incredible amount of money. No. Um, I think she's doing fine now, actually. Yeah. So she probably doesn't matter if we talk about it. Um, you are confusing two different people. Oh, we'll maybe I am. About that later, oh, but okay. maybe I am. Yeah. Oh, it's not a call. So maybe it isn't. I'm not a really call. I have a bad memory. But I do remember this. We like the basics of the story was as we were growing, like, hey, year after year, you're like, we should raise our rates. Um, and we would. And when we, you know, with some customers, we would just say, this is the new rate. With some, usually we would kind of grandfather them in. We'd, mm -hmm. we'd give them like a year. We'd say, Hey, we're raising from $25 an hour to $50 yeah. an hour. I think it was like $35. Was it even back then? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so it was a while ago. We charged much more later on, but it was like, yeah, it was like 35 to 50. So it was like, we'll continue to do 35 an hour for you right. for the next year, but eventually we'll have to raise. And we did that. And then even after that, it's kind of like, it was $35 an hour. It's a long story, man. Shoot. But she, we, it's gonna be a longer. We chapter. were doing work for her when we could, but we yeah. said like, "Hey, we can't. We can't really do it for thirty-five. We have to focus on our customers who are paying us more." Mm -hmm. So we we gave her that talk. It was like like we want to still help you, and she had like issues with things, yeah. but we have to focus on these other customers that are paying us more. And then yeah, she's like, one of the emails was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like your big customers, you gotta you gotta work on them and not me." Um, but she, she felt like we were treating her really poorly. And, and, and you, when we split maybe things most off, of you don't know us, but the people that know us, I would hope that yeah. they can vouch for like, you know, yeah, that we're like authentic and we, caring, I mean, good, we, upstanding yeah. citizens in WordPress. Like, we, like, I mean, we were just straightforward and transparent. We were like, we want to help you. Your website is crazy complicated. It takes a lot of effort to maintain it. Yeah. By that point, there were other systems, but they wouldn't have worked for her because like they needed customization that's why she came to us in the first place yeah and it's like we can support you at that rate right if you pay us more we can and like that's it and you just have to be honest and she didn't like that answer um it drug out and then it was like yeah when it when it broke down she famously like wrote in the email to us like after this she it, guys. yeah Ready? she said karma is real and what how did it go we should get the whole like yeah. email we should i should prepare <laughs> it was just a rant it just ended it karma like, is real karma is <laughs> 
real. Yeah. It was like capital R, capital E, capital A, capital L. Um, but it's funny. Anytime karma comes up in life, I think of this person or the wrong person, actually. And now you're talking, I'm kind of confusing two different customers of ours. I think they were both had the same name. They were pretty similar. They were they both Nicole. They were yeah. similar. Yeah. <laughs> the other Nicole's doing well. This one's not, maybe. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're doing well, so. Yeah. Thanks, karma. <laughs> yeah. Karma is, yeah. yeah. Karma is real. Do you want to talk about karma and if you believe in karma? Huh. Sure. Do you believe in karma? No. Oh, okay. It's like saying, do you believe in ghosts? And you're like, what do you mean by ghosts? What I believe mean by in karma? the secret. Okay. Is that karma? Is that a version of karma? Maybe it's like you put out what you want and you get what you want because you're thinking you're focused on it. But that's kind of the same thing. It's it. Is there like a mystical like scorecard or there's a no. man with a beard and he's like, Jason did a good thing. I'm going to do a good thing for him. No. But there is a general sense that if you put out positivity into the world, you'll notice positivity. You'll attract other yes. positivity. You know, and if you're a negative person who puts out negativity into the world, you'll attract negativity. That is real. And that's, yeah, that's, yes. yeah, karma is real. Yeah. That version, that yeah. explanation of karma yeah. is real to me. And I guess in the business world, like, so. But I think when you say like karma, you yeah. think like, it's a reward or I'm behaving in a way that gets me good things. Okay, so it feels right. very like religion. It feels like, you know, the promised land. It feels like heaven or hell. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what I think the, the karma conversation oh, feels yeah, like more deserve. driven based on like, because you want good back, do good. But okay. I think that the secret is like, hmm. Maybe it is the same. There's a, I think I'm more like do good, be good because that's the right thing to do. Right. Hmm. Regardless of how you're treated or how it feels good. What too. comes back to that's you. Part of it. Right. it feels good to do good. I mean, if you're a good person, yeah. I guess maybe some people like feel good get to off be bad. being bad. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and in business is karma. Like you don't want to burn okay. bridges needlessly. Like okay. you do want to have, that's probably why we're like, we're not going to raise the rates right Ryan, away. We're going to help you anyway. We're going to, if, if there's a bug fix, I'm sure we were like, we even said like, if it's critical, your website goes down, we're going to fix it. Right. But I'm not going to add like a new variation on a random product for you. The dog is crying. We could do a whole series just on interesting language people used with us in email and <laughs> yeah. phone conversations you know and you see those like youtube people that do their like one star review reads oh yeah and yeah they, and not, jimmy like, kimmel was that what he I does that like crummy. read your, your like, mean tweets neither of us are crummy enough to say yeah. like let's out these people for their you know because everyone took place in that relationship to get to that point where mm. that one star review came yeah. you know like no you know all of our hands are mm. a little dirty yeah, I don't want For to pick what, on you know, yeah, we don't want to pick on people. But, but it's, it's interesting. That's it's not funny. the only yeah. kind of jab we've gotten that yeah. is a meme in our life. Yeah. You know, there's Anytime a few, karma like, comes out, I'm like, karma is real. Can this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, that was your last word. Was that your last word? <laughs> karma is the secret is real. Secret too. It's just secret is uh we should bring these up. Um feels like a commercialized version of it that like and it's a little bit so karma like, is like I just religion want and like the secret is like i wish i had a lamborghini and then like you'll get a lamborghini and you're like what part that's just like what i'm sure looking for a word materialistic. materialistic yeah you're just one things and you hope well you it. can use the secret um, to be materialistic i don't know if but it works i guess like you. the the nicer reading of the secret. So, I mean, I think there's yeah. a lot of materialism around the secret like it's just a magic spell you get but like i said like if you are kind of like and I, I'm a believer and we do this with our spreadsheets. We're like, right. I want to grow 20% per year. And you put it in the spreadsheet and now it's kind of a real thing. And you think about it right. and you're going to look out for opportunities that will grow revenue and like, you know, or whatever. Like I want, you know, this in my life. And like, you're, if you really think about it, if you, you know, write it down every day, um, you know, it'll be on your mind. You'll be more open to seeing opportunities and following through on things and you'll get what you want eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, there's kind of like a version of the secret where um, 
you know, just like positive visualization. And okay. uh, like when you willed me, we talked about that oh, on our yeah. very first podcast. Did we talk about that? So yes. on the podcast, the when very you first guys one, went you like willed me trip. and the children to have a good day. Yeah. yeah. But that was like a monkey's paw. I haven't done that okay. stuff. I haven't done that kind of visualization monkey stuff. Paw. We're, we're jumping around. You read too much. But yeah, you like you make a wish. You're like, I want something, but and you kind of like you're you're focusing on, it, but you don't know how you're gonna get it, and like you may get it in a surprising way that you didn't really sign up for. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah, that that kind of stuff. It, it definitely, yeah, it's kind of real. I believe. Yeah, I've been reading about magic and stuff, so we could like, get really into that. Um, or you could uh, tell me about preparing the environment. Okay, so we didn't lead with conversations about homeschool. But this relates to our homeschool. This relates to, you said you weren't going to, we're going to compete. Oh, it goes in like everywhere. I should just say where it goes. Sorry. I, I was comment. thinking, I should listen to how you. are they going to compete with us? <laughs> was what I was thinking. <laughs> no, but okay. of course they do. Yeah. Um, in any case, so our children prior to homeschool went to a Montessori school and there's a philosophy in Montessori education about a prepared environment. Mm -hmm. So maybe too late to the homeschool conversation, hmm. we kind of tried to, I tried to start thinking about a prepared environment. And when we talked about those things, there were some that you were, you know, accepting of and some that you kind of were like, ah. So specifically. Um, so a specific example is the laptops, Chromebooks. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they, some portion of their homeschool is online it's not a formal online process it's certain projects yeah. that we want them to do that require technology yeah. so they have blogs it's writing a blog they have access to google docs it's mm -hmm. writing on google docs writing scripts writing stories our son's writing dnd &D campaigns mm -hmm. um our daughter we wanted to give the opportunity to make like a robust photo book of a trip we recently took and learn that platform learn the photos, write captions, you know, and kind of go through that design process, kind of art, you know, mm -hmm. interesting social studies, locations, all of this hybrid. Sure. So I thought, is it a challenge yeah. to two kids that have MacBook Airs that they use for fun, for yeah. chat with our family, for browsing the internet, for browsing Amazon, for sometimes watching Netflix, sometimes watching YouTube to say, well, this device during this window of time can only be used for these approved activities. Mm -hmm. And I know Minecraft is still on your system tray. And I know your doc is always called a match. Sure, right? yeah. And I know you have access to that discord chat with your friends, but during this window of time, like those don't open those applications, just, use these yeah, yeah and i thought like are we preparing the environment for them by giving them a distinct mm -hmm. device almost okay. like you know you go to the gym and you're in a room that has yeah. only gym equipment like yeah. you're prepared to work out because you're in an environment designed mm -hmm. for gym so how do you prepare yeah. your technology yeah. to be successful okay so we also did some other actual physical things we you know, prepared the environment by getting out pencils. We prepared yeah. the environment by getting a pencil sharpener. Yeah. Uh, I bought a smaller, like lower table desk with more comfortable school style chairs because it's an environment they're used to yeah. for education and it's going to help them, I, I think, learn yeah. at school. So I, I believe in this idea in general for kids in school and also, also always, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm struggling with it because it's nice when we're trying to build an office because the idea is I go to the office, I'm in work mode, mm -hmm. I'm in the place where I work. And um, it helps your brain. Like your brain kind of is, you know, knows where it is and what it's supposed to do. It's hard. Um, and that's true everywhere. You know, like in the bedroom, if you only sleep in your bedroom, right. you're going to you sleep You don't have a TV. Better. Yeah. You yeah. don't bring your phone in your room. Like you. So, yeah, I believe in this idea in general. And then also like with respect to the kids in school that it's important and like, let's make that area downstairs is like the school area. And it is conflicting that it's also doubles as like where they play after school. Right. It's like kind of near, like they sit at the table kind of for school and then they can like, like see their gaming, the PC. desktop PCs <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I guess I just disagree like specifically with the laptops. I, I, they, I didn't think they use their Mac laptops, which are like our old um, MacBook airs, which work really well. Yeah. 
um, that often. Who's playing music? Yeah, the kids. They can't hear this, but we hear the background no. of like. Um, so rock and roll. I don't. I didn't think they used their MacBook Airs outside of school that often. That it was an issue. They're mostly on um, desktop PCs for mm-hmm. gaming, and they use like a Switch and stuff. And they watch videos like on TVs, like. Every once in a while, they use their laptop, but it's almost like it seemed like that's their school laptop and they happen to do these other things, you know, like, so we could make those laptops their school laptops. And then technically, like, I mean, I don't think you can run Minecraft really well on a a Chromebook, but almost everything else is on the internet. Like, you can definitely go on the Discord server and chat with your friends and our Slack channel and chat with family and you can look up memes on Google image search and you can do all kinds of stuff on a Chromebook. That is distracting, you know, that they're doing. You can, but you haven't yet. And so just mentally it'll help them. I mean, it's like, it's an expense I don't know. to buy a new Chrome. And they're I not know. that expensive, but, you know, I was, I, and but I didn't know if it's like the hassle news, and the expense. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> our son's been using Discord yeah. illegally every <laughs> day. <laughs> what? That's the yeah, right word. Yeah, against the rules here. Yeah. 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 You know? But I'm like, he could do that on the Chromebook. It's not like having a Chromebook will help him. He'll just load up the Discord in the tab. Okay. And but like it has given him like stress oh. and sadness. Oh, and, this, and yeah. you know, I think like the piece of this that he's not saying is the argument that let them right. oh, give I them could, the I chance. Could, oh. Okay, go ahead. Use oh, your words. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Like, so here's this idea is like, are there, we're talking about the... Um, you talking to your friends on discord when you should be doing school. This is like an issue Mm -hmm. that's coming up in the school environment there. And one thing you could do with kids when there's an issue, and this is a really good idea. Oftentimes is like distract them or change the scene or get rid of the issue. Like if you could just delete discord from the earth, you know, like problem goes away and maybe that's okay. They don't really need discord potentially. I think he kind of does. He socializes with new friends he found. So um, but in general, yeah, you could just avoid the issue if you can. Why right. not? And part, like, that's kind of maybe what you're suggesting is like, if we just had a Chromebook and said, there's no discord, it'd be easier. But what I think is like, oh, every time there's a problem, that's an option, but it's not the only thing to do. Like, this is a quote unquote learning opportunity to help the kids address that problem. Like, can, can my child learning grow? opportunity on you, <laughs> you like, when that. you don't want to, <laughs> when I don't like pull yeah. weeds, yeah, this like, is learning this Technique, weed technique. I might um, not always pull your um, weeds. Are you tired and struggling? What's this a learning opportunity? To tough it out. Keep going. But it is the idea there is, you know, can our son learn? Like, as an adult, he's going to have to gay, you know, uh, manage his work and social activities, you know, in a way. And you, you kind of made an analogy of me on Twitter. Like, I have to manage my Twitter addiction. Mm-hmm in a way and not get distracted by Twitter in the middle of the workday um, and stuff like that. So like, if that's an analogy, you know, and it's, so I was like, Hey, is this an opportunity? Like, can we help Isaac to, you know, figure this out? Like, like he, can we like have some faith in him and he can figure it out? Like just say, Hey, you're not supposed to do that. We're talking about an 11 year old. And will he have the willpower? Now I think that's a good point. If anyone knows an 11 year old boy, just imagine their willpower right now, just for a moment. But that, so it is, there's none. it is bad if, if, if we, so there's a learning opportunity there, but maybe it is too soon or maybe it's not really possible or maybe pick your battles. That's not the one we want to fight right now. Cause there's a chance that like we try, Hey, you really can do it. You can ignore this thing while you're, and maybe it's not, he really can't for whatever reason. He's Let's not old see. enough I mean, for his personality. One, it happened four days he, in a row. Like he, it's too, the, the addiction to like that social interaction and, and that stuff is too strong. Like he can't avoid it. It's And even if he can, it's like, it's still in his brain distracting him. And like it's kind of cruel to put him through that if he's not right. going to be able to get through it, and it's distracting. Like you can set someone up to be successful, or you can set someone up to fail. Yeah. Like, what kind it's of like, yeah. family do we want? What kind of parenting do yeah. we want? What it's kind like, of school environment don't, do don't we want? Don't have cake you know? on the counter. Right. If, if you're I'm on a diet. diet. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's maybe I can have the willpower to avoid it, but like, man, like, take that stress out of my life. So I had some ideas for the laptops. Okay. And mm-hmm. we should, you and I this weekend, like take their laptops yeah, and redo their dock and redo their yeah. icons on their desktop. And I think make Maybe their icons very large. It's like school board. Have it have links directly to their stuff. Yeah. Maybe the backdrop is their school schedule. Mm. So there's kind of this persistent 
present, easy way to navigate to the things that they need to access for school. The question marks aren't there. You can even in the backdrop put the password to BrainPop for Mary. It's like <laughs> yeah. things that, how can we prepare the laptop? If this yeah. is the laptop, you're not going to let us get Chromebooks. Okay. Yeah. These old laptops are just as good. Tell the laptop to be less tempting mm -hmm. with the applications I can't use during school time. Like, I'm putting reminders know. on the screen in the background. Like these are and not approved activities yeah, during there's the There's also window. software to kind of say, don't allow this app to run during this time. But that's a like, version of offense that forces the learning opportunity to never happen. Right? Right, right. So if you still want the learning opportunity. Yeah. And then don't do that. But there's a way to, to prepare the closer. environment without buying separate right. hardware. Okay. So that was my idea. It's my compromise. <clears throat> compromise. Okay. We're going to forget. That's a good idea. We got to do that for the desktops anyway, because I got a new desktop. Yeah. I had a box. question about, so he uh, got himself a new PC. Our daughter doesn't have a PC for like. She kind of took over my PC. Yeah. Like, I still use it every once in a while, but she, you know. I realized that she wants some to use kids it, don't have a computer first. and our kids both have a PC and a Mac, but yeah. that's okay. Privilege. But then I thought you better take that PC out of the box, but it doesn't work. Uh -huh. Is there like a period of return window? It's probably like a 30 day. Yeah. I mean, you better like Sunday. Yeah. Sign it up. The yeah. idea is Sunday to reformat some of the old computers and get them set up for the kids okay. and then set this one up for me. And you know, I, my I need to talk to you. Oh uh, shoot. Then I need to talk to you talk about. Talk to me before. I, it, just physically like where the computers are going to go. Are we going to put them next? Oh. There's two next to each other. We're going to squeeze one in the middle or how are we going to do that? Okay. The table's down there. We got to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And we're all, this is like, you're going to get a PC and game with us too. I don't want a no. PC and a game. <laughs> this is like my fantasy. Like me and my kids, we're all on PCs. We're playing games. Um, okay. I joked about the vow of silence. That's not on the thing. We should, uh, that's a good bonus topic. Man, we got a lot though. I know. Do you want to skip I'm talking, I'm sure. the vow of silence? Let's, let's skip this one. Which, are you sure? Okay. And talk about the vow of silence. Oh, okay. So. What? Yeah, go ahead. I, I read a book. Okay. <laughs> called Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. Moriarty. She also wrote, um, oh, what's it called? The Husband's Secret. She wrote um, Big Little Lies, I okay. think. is It's a series um, also now. And they're going to make a series or a feature Netflix film with Nicole Kidman of this book, Nine Perfect Strangers. Uh, okay. But it's, you know, the stories of nine distinct people who go to a health retreat. But it ends up being like a really <laughs> Going bad, it's crazy a experience. Okay. It's going to be a cool <clears throat> series. But in any case, there's a portion of the book that the strangers at this retreat um, are like not allowed to speak for five days. Mm. Silence. And the idea is that it's like your monkey brain. I mean, it's fiction, but I think most fiction that tries to talk about this you know, is a real Eastern thing. medicine to tries to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are places you can go. Like you found one in Arizona, that Kripalu in Massachusetts. Okay. I looked it up. They're closed hmm. for COVID. I was like, oh, uh, I'll go there and I'll yeah, be silent there. But anyway, the idea of a complete, not allowed to speak vow of silence for a period of time is really appealing to me because you know, we, we have a team, we have this business, we do this thing. There's a lot of talking in our life. So I think it would be interesting to dedicate some of my week to silence, but hard probably for the family. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to do it Sunday. And it was prompted by, I had many work calls this week, more than I usually do of things I'm trying to queue up. And we had some people over last night, we have having some people tomorrow for the Kentucky Derby. So I know that there'll be a lot of talking over that span of time. So mm -hmm. I'm going to try it on Sunday. Do you think you need, like, you say, <laughs> if you just try to live your normal life, but quiet, I'm going to be like, Kim, can you nod in the direction where you want me to put the lap, the computer? <laughs> and I think that would be enough. That's okay. Just to like rest your vocal cords and like you still will get some mental rest as well or do you need to you know lock yourself in the I think the it's more about metering what I that, say and uh, initiate the conversations I initiate uh, not the conversations that others initiate I think yeah. I could go a full weekend you guys wouldn't even notice you just I mean, all be fine would, would be no one would notice that I wasn't talking if I didn't <laughs> need to ask you to like 
did the kids brush their teeth? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like only I think um, I asked the kids if they brushed their teeth. I try to get the kids to clean up and stuff too. Um, I don't want you to feel stressed. The kids don't do that for me, silence. but like that, yeah, like you want that part of your interaction in the house of. I want to ask if any, people to do if anyone wants to go, to, to go on a dog walk. Like I'll just go. Does anyone want to? I'm going to the grocery store. Does anyone need anything? I won't ask, and I probably shouldn't text talk either. You know? Oh, maybe yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't want. It's like how much? But it takes longer than a day to if like. It's a little hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it'll be an interesting experiment anyway, but yeah, try to set the rules. And if, if, if I like cheat, it, I don't know if that it would be good it. to, sort of you know, if we all try it once, you know, <laughs> we did, but when we were on like the hike, yeah, when we were on the for like a minute, yeah. I was just trying to distract them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lasted like 30 seconds. It was like, can we, can I take a break from the no talking? And it's just like, you know, <clears throat> um, we'll see. I think that's, I mean, I'm a, proponent of trying to ease your monkey mind and meditate and that's part of it is to kind of like calm yourself down yeah and then slow things down take a step back and you don't have to you know uh, react to everything the way that you right. normally do you know and the more i i find the more i meditate in various ways like that that's that's one of the benefits is things seem to like slow down a little bit and you get like another like quarter of a second to catch yourself before you you know, get heated. It doesn't always work. Keep, it doesn't always work. Keep meditating. And it is like, if I don't for a while, then I'm like, oh man, I really need to. So I can. <laughs> the wick gets shorter or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do that. You, um, Next week we can talk about how I wasn't silent. On five Sunday, or six on that. Basically. What do you want to do? Six? You want to talk about five a little bit? We can try it. Yeah, we got, we got time. We'll go like, okay. The pizza's not here. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to get the pizza after us. Um, we had a team call. Everyone said what their favorite food was. It was like pizza, 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 pizza. Everyone yeah. loves pizza. Yeah, it's pretty. That's my favorite food. What is the? Um, yeah, never mind. Sorry, I have no. like, dirty jokes, but um, dirty jokes. Here's some dirty pizza jokes. I'll tell you later. Don't make pizza bad. <laughs> um, okay, so this next topic we have. We just finished yesterday our Q4 bets. Um, I think we talked about it before. We're using uh, the base cam. People wrote a book called Shape Up, talking mm-hmm. about their uh, process for project management, basically. Right. And we've been following along in some form of that now since January. And this mm-hmm. is our fourth iteration of it, I think, maybe fifth, fourth. And um, so we made bets for the, what we're going to do for the next six weeks. Um, and I think it's interesting. I said bets on our notes here. And yeah. they're like, you mean pitching? And I was like, oh, they're pitches before. Now they're not. Now they're bets. When we were, they were bets at the table. Okay. And now we chose which bets we're going to make for the next six okay. weeks. Um, and so in layman's terms, what that means is we, we wrote up all, like ideas mm-hmm. for uh, development and sometimes marketing activities and sometimes, you know, other types of plans, like things we're going to, emails we're going to write, blog posts we're going to publish, like around, you know, things we want to do for the next six weeks. Uh, and then we got together as a team, those some of the people on our team and, and mm-hmm. kind of talked about them and voted for like what we wanted to do the most, which was everything but one thing. And that's how it works out. <laughs> um, no. And and then we put it into a schedule, like, okay, for the next six weeks, this is what, what everyone is working on. Um, so, and it was at the subscription table. Oh, that was yeah. David's got left behind. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, did you have any thoughts about how that went? Or how it feels? It still feels I like think that we are like pre-betting. Right. Too much. Maybe. Or not. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because we, nobody wants uh, to pitch something. I don't want to pitch something that derails everyone else's passion for their pitch. I want to know that going into it, I want to know that the thing I'm advocating for is possible. And the thing that so-and-so is advocating for is also possible. So that no one leaves with a sour taste, you know, it's, it's it's like I said to you before, I was like, it just feels (laughs) like, um, 
excuse me, like one handed clapping, like we're, it's like, it's a show. I said, like it's pitching a show. (laughs) Right. Okay. Because we had like, I was surprised. We had 10 things lined up and we pitched 10 of them and we did nine of the 10. Mm -hmm. So it's like, isn't that a show? Why do we like, why do we go through the process of writing them up? And talking about them for a couple hours. If we I just still think that process of, is valuable. Oh, okay. so, like, it's like, <clears throat> at least on this cycle, no one pitched anything we, completely out. But we set up the cycle that way. We, we said, hey, like the last one was pretty tough. Right. We ta- we tried to tackle some big things and some of them worked and a few of the bigger ones didn't. Like we didn't right. launch them yet. <clears throat> Let's calm down and do kind of easier mm-hmm. uh, kind of maintenance style. Yeah issues and and something that is like timing wise like the sideways sales stuff is like well we have to launch this before black friday so we're you know so it like it was set up and i don't think it's like a like a um it's a bad thing that that's the case that like we you know I only pitch yeah. things that we were pretty sure was gonna like i think it's okay and I, I it's not always gonna work out that way sometimes like i think i think in some other betting cycles, people can kind of swing for the fences and be like, here's right. a crazy idea I didn't think about. And I took the time to write it up. Right. To see how we can do it. Like we had, you know, I don't know. Like it's okay if sometimes we just like the next step is pretty obvious because we've been talking about it forever. Let's just do the obvious thing. Yeah. We don't have to like reinvent the business every, every time. you know, two months. I just felt like, and I told you this, that you were let down by. Mm-hmm. Uh that process in a way this last betting cycle yeah but i was also kind of like consciously sitting out like right but then i think like you didn't i don't know oh like i'm not getting what i want because i'm i'm like i'm okay i felt good about how it worked out or maybe that we're not understanding pitching well enough for you or have Mm -hmm. we not like internalized the concept of pitching well enough for you or are we not adhering to the concept of shape up for me? Close enough oh, what for you? Why? Because oh, I think sometimes like yeah, when you don't oh, like the way a pitch is written part, or the okay. the vagueness, like the oh. how like it's too bird's eye, like details like that that you don't. I mean, I'm trying to make it better. Yeah, like one of the pitches was a was a little vague, right? Um, and I think part of the idea is to shape it up and say. You know, we're not just going to, like, I'll, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's hard to talk about. Pick that. on mine. <laughs> Pick on yours. I won't care. Was yours fake? Oh, like, like, or one of yours. Oh, things. yeah. Okay. You, you, it was like marketing. You completely changed my pitch. Sideway sales. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a pitch. I had a pitch that was, okay, well, let me get very specific. I had a pitch that was over over the next three or six, over the next three weeks, write five blog posts about sideway sales. Mm-hmm. Or over the next six weeks, write 10 posts about sideway sales. Okay. Here's a bunch of topics, straightforward Q&A. Right. That was my pitch for marketing. It's like, and um, it was pretty specific. Like, this is what you should do. And I said, like, why? That's a good idea to do it. Okay. Um, so then you had a more general pitch around, here's all the marketing stuff we need to do we for sideway sales. Do. And there was even some dev work in there. Yes. And, and then we have this idea we're going to launch, there's going to be like a launch, like an official launch for site-wide sales. And you tried to include that as well in some sense, maybe, mm-hmm. or, or some version of like email campaigns that yes. would compete with the launch. Um, so when you pitched before you were still pitching it, you wrote it up, I read it and you said like, Hey, sh- should I put your emails in mine? And I was right. like, I kind of like that mine's like a, its own thing. It stands alone. And I think that's okay. Like if it if if a, if two things are related, but like one is like self-contained, let's do that because we might decide to do one and not the other. So okay. like might as well keep it separate. Why not? It doesn't have to be, you know, like we'll we'll pitch them both, you know. Okay. Um so that was part of it was like I didn't want you to just absorb mine into yours. Like I was like, I felt mine was like pretty good, not perfect, but like in a sense, like, oh, it's like it's pretty straightforward. Like we don't let's not because that would be confusing. We'd say like all this other yeah. stuff you're adding, we don't want to do, but we still want those emails. Now we got to rewrite it. And anyway. So that, I didn't want you to absorb mine. Let's keep them separate. We can have two that are related, but you know, and then I nixed some of the launching type stuff right. because I thought we could want just timing wise. I wanted to launch after like, not now mm-hmm. it's better to launch after these next six weeks. Um, that feels dangerously close to it, Black Friday. It is to me, dangerously close to Black Friday. That is, it is what it it's is. It's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um, can't invent weeks. Yeah, I think it's 
it's kind of our it's our task to do both the marketing stuff that we and dev stuff we right. ended up saying we would do and those emails. And that was kind of a new thing you like stuck in like a new dev thing, that whole like migration. Yeah. So I took some of your stuff like, out oh, and I put stuff in. Yeah. I gotta do that now. And I was thinking I would have this like dev light mm. cycle and I, I, I was oh. also pitching kind of a I knew that I wanted to be involved in someone else's like marketing heavy cycle. It was interesting. I don't know. I think it's like that's a process. only for like a person like me that fills multiple roles. Yeah. Like you kind of want to design the projects that you're going to be involved in so that they aren't completely depleting in one yeah. area. You know, you don't want just like development, 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 like nonstop. Right. And yeah. you don't want just writing, 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 you know? Yeah. It helps me to have a little bit of both. And it, yeah. Right. So it's, but it's weird to design the pitch work you know you're going to be responsible to do. But I'm um, changing it for you. But, or, yeah. you know, and just like want to pitch the stuff that you feel like doing or you know, right. you know, you kind of come into but the, it, I don't know if the base camp people have to experience that because yeah, the people pitching uh, aren't necessarily the doers also. Right. It's right. More like they're not and that's much. doing it so they can. But I think sometimes maybe like a middle manager would pitch something at base camp. Mm-hmm. And someone who's been be there the longer, yeah, will okay. say, that's a great idea. But kind of like I said, like, oh, it's a good idea to market to the existing customers. But In this, this dev thing seems important now. Yeah. Or, you know, or I had an idea about the launch already and the timing of it and the nature of it. And it doesn't match with this. So if you keep it the way, I mean, this is also confusing that we're the co-owners and also I'm kind of like handing off the CEO reins. Yeah. But the idea is that if I'm still like the decision maker around this or just cause I just didn't on this case, I kind of had an this idea case. already. Yeah. Like it's kind of like if you pitch this, it, it doesn't line up with, with what I thought. So I'm not going to accept it. So right. let me give you a heads up, take this out, put this in. Now it feels more in line with like the business in general or like, or you know what I mean? Like the other stuff going on. And that'll happen. Like, I feel like it probably happens in the other direction. Um, you know, well, a, a similar thing that you say is like, we need to have more of like the documentation and marketing that has to happen around right. the pitches in the pitches. Um, and part of that, I push back saying like, it's a bet. Like if we just develop it, it doesn't mean we're going to launch it. So don't get ahead of yourself and start marketing it already or, you know, or writing documentation. We need to, see where we end up with code wise and then let's take the time to pitch document and and it's a little it's like it slows things down yeah. which which hurts but also like i guess it it could create a situation where we're like you know how like the next two weeks we have an opportunity to take a vacation like this thing's done and i really would like to launch it now you should write some documentation yeah. and you're like you could have told me six weeks ago what documentation you needed um, well, but that is a good point. That's you trying to shape the pitch saying like, Hey, like if you're going to pitch and we've been doing yeah. this, like you got to tell us a little bit, like so, some of these things need to be done at the same time. Cause this Jason, I don't know if you're aware of it, but this is the way that your business works. We write emails yeah. and documentation this way. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good point. So I think it to, would just help that specific scenario would help me not be the end of the road across the board. <clears throat> it would help it. It would help our marketing team have more visibility along the development right. you know they could insert themselves into it and like i do and like watch it happening yeah. and asking questions but if it's not formalized that that's their role they're not it's yeah. doing that so I, that's just me yeah. because i read but i, feel and I follow those. it can be dangerous because some of the development work we did like around stripe connect and stripe webhooks yeah you know, we were like, oh, this is all going to be together. It's going to kind of work like this. If some documentation was built around that, we're like, nope, actually, that didn't work. I don't work. even know if it needs to be built along like just a time like and the place. Yeah, parallel. Okay. It just needs like to be communicated. To be. Hey, this is on the radar. Aware like, and on your yeah. radar and like living with it, understanding it for a few weeks more. Yeah. Along the process really helps. You should share like development updates, just like, hey, FYI, this is how we're doing and we kind of do in the project or just meetings, have but me or the other two one of the other two people like the point person so that they mm -hmm. maintain their awareness of the development along the way okay yeah, yeah. but I, I mean i think we're figuring out like yeah um oh you should get the last word i'd have a point like oh, I, I was going to reiterate again that it's it's actually their bets and okay. part of the bet is that you know it's not a given, like it may or may not work out. 
And so that's I'm not a betting to make. I think that's something you struggle with where it's like, we said we we're going to do this stuff. Why aren't we doing yeah. it? It's like, well, in the middle of doing it, we realize it's harder than we thought, or like it's complicated, or this other thing seems more important, or this person we thought could do it, can't do it. And like it changes. And it's, and, and part of like a really important part of the shape up is to kind of like, well, you said it was going to take three weeks. And they spend a lot of time talking about this in the book. What normally happens is like, I think it's going to take three weeks. And then you almost get there, but yeah. you don't. And you take three months to finish instead because yeah. that's how you draw it out. And part of shape of it was like, normal eh, mix it. Yeah. it. didn't work. Next, if it really is important, you're going to pitch it next meeting, right. you know, next cycle. And you'll know more and um, your yeah. timeline will be more accurate. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm often like interjecting and like how we react to be like, hey, remember, like, it's okay. Maybe that we did this work and we didn't, you know, push it out yet. You know, but it doesn't feel good for you. We'll get there eventually. I mean, this is the pace of open source software, people. I tell our customers okay. that. <laughs> do you want to talk about Very slowly, then all at once. Oh, we're an hour this is in. The pace. But do you want to talk about any of those? Um, too that's long. just a weird idea. Uh, I had a topic called sleeping in shifts, which feels like what we're doing now, but we, we're not, we haven't formalized it as a, yeah. as a sleeping method. But, and the one night I was going to like lock the dogs with me. I was like, you don't want to be in here because it's going to be wake up all night long, you know? But I think when there is chaos like this and like the kids are getting us Mm -hmm. and the dogs are needing help, like this idea of shift sleeping could be interesting to consider. We we did it when our kids were very young. Right. Yeah. When they were babies. and I feel like it might return at certain points. So like. We have like, um. I definitely, I'm more often helping the kids go to sleep yeah. while you go to sleep. And I will like be ready to go to bed, but no, there's a chance the kids might get right. us. So I'm going to just hang out for an extra hour out here, mm-hmm. you know, reading, watching stuff before I move to the bed. And then you can fall asleep more quietly. Right. And so I'm like letting you fall asleep. There is like own. shifts. That's a and version then goes, of like, it. And the other one is too, like if one of us is like in, so early in the morning, like if it's after four. Yeah. And it's like, just get up and get out of there. Once you get up, like you yeah, stay out. Because the other person sleeps so much better when like some yeah. of the stuff goes. And that's why I try to get the dogs to come out with me, but they don't listen. They just want to be with you. Um, the kids go to you. Yeah. I wake up with the kids in the morning. So I'm the, and you sleep in on most Yeah, I usually do the mornings. I usually so do I don't want this to sound like I'm like, <laughs> so we have, he puts the kids to bed and yeah, then I wake up. We have aspects that. But it's almost like, man, when you, when you get up at like six mm-hmm. between, and I sleep till eight, maybe sometimes yeah. that six to eight sleep is like so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how do we get that? Right. We, I know someone who, um, they sleep in different rooms or just yeah, two beds in the same room. That. And I'm like, I just think that feels really sad. <laughs> it's sad. But like, I'm like, I get it. What was that? Like Lucy, yeah. the, like the show Lucy. So yeah. friend, I was like, is this real? They sleep in different beds. I was like, man, I kind of get it. Like, she probably doesn't complain about like the bed creaking when he gets in the bed because she's not there. And like, uh, I was like, I kind of get it. And if you want to be in bed together, you come into the other bed, you know? And, and then it's, it's almost like when we used to live a different, that's um, true. You live apart. You're like, uh, I'm, I'm going to see Kim. I'm going to like put on my good shirt. I'm going to make sure like my armpits don't smell like, the, you know, um, and you get ready and there's right. always, like, you're getting ready to see each other. And like when you're dating and you don't live together, every time you see each other, you're a little bit on, but then when you live together, you see each other 24 seven, even right. like when you're not on. And some people are like surprised by that, or it's, it's not, it doesn't go well. Um, but yeah, there's an aspect of that of like, if we want to, you know, fall asleep together, talk in bed, it never be happens. together or whatever, you know, but next to each other or other things. The new thing. I think there's going to be a new book, you know, like intermittent fasting. It's um, going to be like, there are books about, about, yeah, the, the marketability of this is for yeah. sleeping shifts. So there's, you, like, there's you could just have one bed. Like, you could like in San Francisco, in, right? like, like a, a one bedroom bed. apartment. It's like, I only need one bed. You're going to, people could do it. You know, I think there are places. Like we have a member of our team yeah. that I think he kind of sleeps like not like a full eight, 10 hours yeah, at night. Like he is, sleeps uh, in what's that called? Polyphasic sleep. Okay. Yeah. We have like two sleep phases or something. Yeah. yeah. So then this could like time to that yeah. so that each person, yeah. but then one person would be available for like kid intercepting, you know, yeah. whether or not you're the parent that gets up in the middle of the night with the kid. Like if you're in the same room, with the person getting woken up by the kid, you're still affected by it. So it's this. 
Uh, I don't know. I felt like I was a little far away from you. Yeah, oh, you're still affected by it. Yeah, it yeah. wakes you up. That's all. Hmm. Try it. You don't try to do that. Like, we'll um, go back to the cabin where we just yeah. slept well. We'll see. Oh, I don't. I mean, right. I don't know what shift do you want. Like, I guess I was. I I used to be a night owl. I could stay up and get work, but I can wake, wake up, up early. I four or five. When I, I wake up, when I was a bachelor, or like even in high school, I I did like a polyphasic type thing, and I felt like it like helps your mood a lot. Like it's okay. interesting. Like it really regulates a lot of things, and and you can get by on less sleep. Like you could yeah. do you know six hours and a one hour nap wow. instead of eight hours, or like two. Two three hour shifts is as good as eight or nine hours. I can wrap it up here. Okay. I'll think about it. Goodbye. Oh, oh you're back. Um, do we have an official sign off? Man, oh, we, we're over time, but next week I hope we should have like a title card and an oh, intro okay. and do production values. That was my bonus topic, but maybe we'll just work on that in between. Okay. Um, Cute. We have a name. We're gonna stick with this. That I like thing. it. Let's do it. TTT. And uh, three T's. Let's do it. That talking thing. I like it. It's cute. And um, we'll wrap this up into podcasts and push them out and and maybe move. We'll have to talk to you if we want to do seasons. That's like a fun thing to do. So, you oh, know, okay. like you're only going to do 10 seasons. So you get like you a can break. take off and stuff. Yeah. 10 episodes, one season. Yeah. But in my mind, like this has gone well. We're just figuring it out in some of the things. But we're, we're in a little bit of a rut. The name um, kind of comes from the, like we wanted to have an hour. Yeah focused life in I mean all of our conversations might are mixed life work yeah family we don't yeah but it really was more it's like we need like a time to just talk about things right. and like put away you know all the interruptions and have the kids distracted so that we don't get distracted besides the dogs yes. we don't get distracted this is us really distracted yeah exactly <laughs> it's like it's so true um and they're like, people probably, other people would want to sit in and listen on some of these yeah. topics. So let's try But there's to accountability. That. We talked about that previously. The accountability oh, yeah. of saying you'll broadcast every Friday. Because we tried to talk every Wednesday and yeah. we were like talk time. And I think we no, even called it really that. it's really easy like, to like, yeah, talking. be like, well, I'm too busy. Yeah. It. Yeah. Now it feels, well, this is us. We have to make everything a, a business. It works. Or something. It's helping. All right. I hope you enjoyed cool. it. We did. Thanks. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Week.